welcome to the She Talks Health Podcast, your source for information about all things women's hormonal health. I'm your host, Sophie Shepard. I'm the founder of She Talks Health and the co-creator of the 12-week Empower Her group gut and hormone program. I'm a certified functional health coach and a holistic menstrual health educator. This podcast was created to give you clarity about how to take control over your hormonal health using safer, natural options. I created this podcast to cover the widespread and complex health issues plaguing women today. From the rise of infertility to the epidemically high numbers of women with autoimmune disease to menstrual cycle problems, digestive issues, anxiety, weight gain, food sensitivities, mental, emotional, and energetic imbalances, and so much more. If there's a topic that you need answered, I encourage you to write us at podcast at shetalkshealth.com and we will try our absolute best to cover that subject. My greatest mission in life is to help women radically change their health and their lives by teaching them how they can use their hormones as their superpowers. So with that in mind, I hope you enjoy today's episode. Well, welcome back to the She Talks Health podcast. This is Sophie, your host, and I am super, oh, I don't know if excited is the right word. I am needing to get something off my chest (laughs) on this podcast, and that is actually talking about my journey. And, you know, when I first started this podcast, we did actually do a recording around part of my journey, really about how trauma impacted my development of Hashimoto's. And recently I have been evolving as we all are every day and learning and studying new things. And I'm in an amazing, amazing certification course called the biology of trauma. And in this month's lectures, we really dove deep into the science behind how SSRIs work. So that's your selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor medications like Lexapro. And we dove into the connection between anxiety and IBS and serotonin, dopamine, all of our brain chemicals, how they're formed and how trauma can impact all of this. And so as I was going through the class and hearing the teacher, Dr. Amy, go through all these different trauma triggers and how IBS is connected to mental health, I, I got kind of triggered, not by her, but just by the realization of my full journey from how I went from IBS to anxiety, to birth control, to Hashimoto's, to medication for anxiety, and medication for Hashimoto's and hypothyroidism. And I see this with my clients so much. I see this progression, right, when we go through their intake forms and we have our initial kickoff call, which is this beautiful unfolding of everything that's gone on in their life to get them to where they are now. And kind of realizing it for myself, I was watching my own life unfold in front of me. And because I know this is just such a common situation for people to be dealing with all of the things that I have dealt with, I wanted to just walk you through my story and how I believe I ended up, you know, where I ended up. And I just wanted to share it with you guys because I think there is power in knowing you're not alone and there's power in understanding the education behind 
what's gone on in our lives. So <laughs> last week when I was learning all of this information, it was pretty painful. And it was painful because I was really learning how I ended up on a mood stabilizing medication, how I developed Hashimoto's, how I developed anxiety and IBS, and all the puzzle pieces started to click for me. And here, here was the really big one. The really big one was that 50 to 90% of people with irritable bowel syndrome also have anxiety or depression. 50 to 90%. That's huge. That means that the majority of people dealing with IBS are also dealing with mental health issues. And when I heard that, it just really shook me because the truth is I haven't met a single woman who has irritable bowel syndrome or even the symptoms of irritable bowel without the diagnosis who doesn't also have anxiety and or depression, including myself. So my story started when I was young, I actually had what I would call an initial trigger of trauma when I was 13. I'm going to spare you the story because I don't want to trigger you as well. But I now know through my course studies that intense psychological or emotional stress releases a shower of cytokines or inflammatory and destructive molecules. And that's releasing it into the brain. And that's actually when my anxiety started. And I remember it really specifically that there was this initial triggering event. And after that, I had a lot of anxiety in my body. Now, it's important to know when we're talking about the biology of trauma, that this is what's called an initial priming event. And the initial priming event is that it primed what's called my microglia. I can never say that right. Um, microglia. And so with this initial priming event, I activated these cells. And these cells are there to support and protect our nerves in our brain. When that happens, when we have this initial priming event, what I learned this past week is that it makes them forever more and more sensitive, which is kind of crazy, right? So now you have a trigger that can be activated later on. Like you could have a lesser stressor that could, a lesser stressor kind of sounds funny, right? <laughs> but you could have a lesser, like a less big event happen, but your brain is more prone to be more inflamed now and to be activated. Okay. And so there are several things that can cause that. An initial priming event could be a direct head injury, like a physical trauma, which I've also, by the way, had a couple of concussions. You could have whiplash, which I've also had. Um, so an indirect head injury, again, the intense psychological or emotional stress. You can have intestinal permeability, which I did develop, LPS. And when we have this leaky gut or intestinal permeability, the bacteria in our gut, they can release something called lipopolysaccharides into the bloodstream. And that can cross over the blood-brain barrier and cause inflammation in the brain. Another priming event can be gluten sensitivity. So gluten sensitivity can cause that much inflammation that it can be a priming event. Oxygen deprivation, of course, um, right? Direct brain damage in that sense. Chronic infection, nervous system infection, like if someone had meningitis, and heavy metal toxicity, which I also have. <laughs> so when I was looking at this list, I'm going, 
Holy smokes. I have one, two, three, four, five, six things on this list of like nine things that are known to be priming events and cause this kind of injury to the nervous system through inflammation in the brain. So that was pretty incredible to learn. And so around this time in my life, after this emotional stress, I was put on hormonal birth control, which I didn't know at the time. No one said, hey, this could also impact your gut and your brain. (laughs) No one said that, right? But we now know that hormonal birth control can be a contributing factor to leaky gut, which I was just saying is in and of itself a priming event. Dysbiosis, yeast overgrowth and anxiety and depression, especially in teenagers. So the data shows and and it supports the knowledge that HBCs or hormonal birth control can impact our moods and that the populations that's the most affected, especially around depression and suicide, is teenagers. So here I am just taking this birth control and, you know, it's probably contributing, right, to the overall stress and toxicity load in my body, inflammatory load in my body. Let me flash forward. So I'm at age 16 and I literally can't drink water without being in pain. Everything I eat runs through me. I am just a digestive mess, which is at one point I was diagnosed with irritable bowel syndrome, IBS. And when I got the diagnosis, you know, a lot of my pain really wasn't validated because when you get a diagnosis of IBS, there's really no clear path or plan to reverse it. The doctor says, yeah, you're, you have IBS. We couldn't find anything else wrong with you. So, you know, this is just something you're going to have to deal with, you know, take, (laughs) take an antacid, you know, take out spicy foods and chocolate and things like that, that are acidic. So that's what I did. You know, I, I follow the doctor's orders and I was not really given a way to reverse it. I was given a way to manage it and the management tools did not work. And so when I went back to the doctor, there was no further support or information I could get from that approach. What I know now is that it probably wasn't what's called IBS because that's really a catch-all diagnosis, but I had developed leaky gut. I had developed an overgrowth of pathogenic bacteria and yeasts, and it was causing massive chronic inflammatory issues throughout my body. And I just stayed like that for seven years, just getting worse and worse and just thinking that this was what I had to deal with. And that's when I had what we call a secondary insult. Now, this is a stressor that happens after the primary trigger that increases the reactivity and inflammation in the brain. This insult was chronic emotional abuse from my partner at the time. I was 22 and this second insult or trigger put my body into a total tailspin. The depression and anxiety just raged way out of control. And I had all these new symptoms, new inflammation. My hair started to fall out. I was losing my nails. I was gaining all this weight and I was super, super tired. So again, I went to the doctor and I told my physician what was going on. And she said, literally, she said, I was probably just depressed and that I should go on mood stabling medication. I was honestly so shocked (laughs) that she didn't believe me. And I was just like, all I could think in the moment was just, 
okay, maybe that's an option, but can you please like run some blood work or something to see what's going on with me? Because I don't feel like this is normal. And why would depression cause all these other symptoms? And so she reluctantly gave me this blood panel and she called me a week later and she told me I had hypothyroidism and that there was this simple pill that I could take for the rest of my life, (laughs) but it would fix the thyroid issue. And I was super excited. I thought I found my ticket through this, like a really easy, quick fix. And around this time, I also was put on Lexapro to stop the debilitating anxiety and the depression that was taking over my life. The only problem was six months later, I was back in her office again. And I, this time, had done a lot of research around hypothyroidism. And I learned that most doctors only run thyroid stimulating hormone and sometimes T4. And I wanted a full set of thyroid blood work. I wanted to know if I had an autoimmune condition. I wanted to know what was going on. And she looked at me and said, I was making things too complicated. (laughs) Okay. So I had had enough at this point, right? I had been told by the IBS doctor that I just had to deal with it. I had been told that I was just depressed. And now I'm being told that I'm making things too complicated. So I fired her. I was like, you have got to go. I cannot have a doctor who's not in my corner. So I went on my journey alone and I found my functional medicine doctor about six months after that. And it was the first time I was validated. I was actually listened to by him and I was truly heard. And he ran some lab work, extensive lab work this time, didn't question it. And he told me I developed Hashimoto's thyroiditis, an autoimmune disease, and that my body was literally fighting me, destroying my own tissues. Then he explained that in order to get better in every aspect of my life and to repair the damage or repair what what we could do for the thyroid, because sometimes it's not possible to repair the damage, but you can build it up, that I had to heal my gut. And I think that's when my head exploded. And I started thinking, wait a second could I have prevented my Hashimoto's and prevented being on mood stabilizers if I had known what was truly going on, if I had worked on my gut, if I had known I had leaky gut and dysbiosis and yeast and all these things. And the thing was that was really sad is just, I didn't know. And no doctor asked or got to the root cause of it. And I remember at that time being really pissed. (laughs) I was really angry. I was really, really, really angry because I felt like how could this have happened? So most of you know, because you've been listening to my podcast for a while, that I am in remission for my Hashimoto's and that my gut health is so much better. And all those symptoms that I had have disappeared. But I'm still on the SSRI, the mood stabilizer. And now I'm working on several techniques, which I can't wait to share with you to wean myself off the SSRI safely And of course, use an integrative psychiatrist's help too, because we do need smart and helpful doctors that have our best interest at heart when coming off of medication. So this week, when I put all these puzzle pieces together, the connection between the emotional stress and priming event to the anxiety and neuroinflammation to the side thing of the birth control, which also we know contributes to IBS. And then this other trauma that happened of this chronic abuse and then more anxiety, depression, and then being on medication and Hashimoto's, (laughs) I was so angry again. I mean, I was really angry. All my old wounding of feeling frustrated that no one helped me came back. 
And then guess what happened? My belly got very unhappy (laughs) and I had an acute case of intense diarrhea and loose stools for like three days. And if that's not a true, true (laughs) representation of how our gut and our brain are connected, I don't know what is. I mean, I was so upset emotionally and then almost instantaneously my gut started acting up. And we know that through these priming and secondary events that a lot of the inflammation can cascade from the brain to the gut, to the gut to the brain, and that they're communicating always. We know that, for example, our gut is a huge contributor to making serotonin. And we know that that serotonin is a huge influence on how we feel and how happy we feel. So this leads me to a very special announcement. I am so excited that I'm going to be collaborating again with my dear friend and business partner, Kyleen Terhune, on a series of workshops around the connection between our gut and our brain, trauma, overwhelm, and anxiety, and even our brain chemicals and neurotransmitters. So we are just really excited to be bringing this information. We've recently been trained in a course called The Biology of Trauma with Dr. Amy. And in this course, we learned a lot about how all these things are connected, what I was just explaining to you. And so what we want to do is bring the recent knowledge to you, to our listeners, to our audience, because we know that so many women are dealing with gut issues and anxiety and depression, OCD, ADHD. We're dealing with so much. There's so much going on and no one's really talking about it. No one's really talking about what can we do about it. No one's helping us get to the root cause. Oftentimes we're just presented with medications without really understanding why things are going on in our body. So we really want to educate you on what is going on and how you can take action. So it'll be an action-based workshop and there's going to be a few of them. We're going to actually do a couple of workshops. One's going to be in March and one's going to be in April. And so what I want you to do is if you are interested in addressing your gut and brain issues, any sort of symptoms that could be connected there, you can click the link for the waitlist inside of the show notes. And that will allow you to be on our separate little email list that we will use to send emails for these workshops and to let you guys know first. So basically by clicking that link and putting your name in, you'll be the first to know about the workshops and also be given any bonuses or discounts or anything like that. You'll be the first to know before we tell the general public. So That is a little sneak peek here that you guys are getting, and this is the first time we're going to be talking about it, so um, awesome for you because you are a She Talks Health podcast listener, and I hope that that is really exciting for you. I also just wanted to take some time to express something that's also going on in the She Talks Health world that I haven't really given any true airtime to on this podcast. And that is something that is just lighting me up. It's called the She Health Experience. And it's been going on for about seven months. And it is like my brainchild. 
And it's something that I created to fill a huge needs gap that I was seeing in the women we were supporting. See, I, I thought for a long time that building up health just had to do with the physical body and the triggers and things that lie underneath the stressors. So that might be heavy metal toxicity, leaky gut, you know, food sensitivities, it could be mold and things like that. And now I'm not discrediting any of that. And that's still a huge part of what we do here at She Talks Health. But what I realized was similar to the experience I was having just last week is that our emotional health impacts our physical health, right? And so when we are willing to look at our emotional health and our spiritual health, our energetic health and our physical health and put it all into a way of moving forward, we are able to really see true transformation, not only in our health, but in our lives. And so the She Health experience is the opportunity to explore all of those layers and levels of ourself. And so in this experience, what we've, it's been an amazing six months or seven months. We've had 20 women <laughs> dive fully in. And so many of them are just like, wait, my six months is up. Like I'm continuing, I'm continuing. So what we're finding is that we're seeing like painful periods just completely eliminate. I had this woman who um, had an appointment to have surgery for endometriosis and to see if surgery was necessary for that. And just in four months working together, working with us, she was able to move to a place where her periods are so much less painful that she's not even keeping the appointment. She doesn't even feel that she has endometriosis anymore. To people losing five, 10, 15, 20 pounds, we've had people realize that they have underlying genetic conditions that have caused them to have postpartum depression and rashes and anxiety and histamine issues. We've had people be able to move through really difficult life experiences like getting fired, going through a divorce, or moving across the country. And through it all, what's been incredible is the women are feeling so supported and so seen and heard. And it's just amazing to witness. And the cool thing for me is that I'm not the only one facilitating this experience. I actually have three coaches on my team. Dr. Miriam Bove, Sarah Groton, and Becca Kyle. And Dr. Miriam Bove, she is a holistic pelvic floor physical therapist and now a womb healer. And she really works on that emotional, energetic level with the women in the program to release any stuck trauma that's in the body, release stuck emotions from our womb space, from our bellies, from our heart stick, wherever it's stuck, right? And I just shared a little bit about my traumas. And I, again, I want to be careful about what I share because I don't want to trigger anybody, but we've all been through stuff. And when we don't have the tools to facilitate the removal of those stressors and traumas out of our body, it can sometimes get stuck. So that's where Miriam comes into play. And it's been incredible to see her work with these women on this level. And then Sarah Groton, she's a holistic nutritionist. And what I love about Sarah is she is helping women to reject diet culture and fat phobia because, oh my gosh, how many of you, I'm sure so many, I wish I was like, talking to you guys in my living room, <laughs> but so many of you have probably experienced 
oh, if I just like cut more calories or eat less, exercise more, restrict more foods, I'm going to feel better or I'm going to be my goal weight or I'm going to be skinny and then therefore I'm going to be loved. When we equate this like body size with our self-worth and, and love that we can receive. And there's a lot of body dysmorphia out there, a lot going on, right? So Sarah helps us with just allowing space to talk about these really tender topics and move through them so that women can really feel more worthy in their own bodies and not be afraid of food and have this beautiful relationship with themselves and with food. So it's just so, oh, it's so wonderful to have her support inside this experience. And then Becca is also a functional diagnostic nutrition practitioner, and she really focuses on helping busy moms who are just burning out and they're dealing with gut issues and they're dealing with hormonal issues. And she comes in and she helps with the group facilitation. She even now is actually reading labs for us as well. So that's something obviously that I do, but we're just growing so fast that she's actually being able to step into that role and interpret more labs as well. So it's just, it's super, super exciting that these women are just transcending so much that they've been through physically, emotionally, spiritually. They're being seen, heard, and validated. They're finding tools within themselves that they never thought were possible. They're developing incredible boundaries, self-worth, self-love, and their symptoms, their physical symptoms are just melting away. And so I just wanted to share that that's something that we have really shifted into this model of wellness for the whole woman and not just piecemealing things that don't fully help someone get to where they want to be. And that when we deal with our emotional, energetic, and physical health, it impacts us in ways that we couldn't possibly imagine. It allows us to be present with our husbands, wives, partners, you know, kids, whomever. It allows us to have energy to uh, do the things we want with our life. It allows us the confidence to quit the job that is killing us and go for starting our own business or working for someone that feels more aligned. There's so much that gets to happen for you. And that's what I really want you to understand is that you don't have to stay stuck. You don't have to stay stuck where you are right now, whether that be in physical pain, emotional pain, you can transcend this. You can live the life of your dreams and it's all possible. And what we're doing is allowing a space, the functional lab testing, the coaching, the community to help you collapse that timeline and get there faster. So we are expanding and we are actually looking at 25 new women coming into this experience in the first three months of this year of 2022. The applications are flying in and we just couldn't be happier. And so it just seemed right to at least let you all know about the She Health experience and that that opportunity is available for you. And this is an application only experience as we really try to cultivate who is going to be in here and whether or not the women that we have coming in are truly ready for this next level of their transformation. So if you are just done <laughs> with all of the pain, all of the bloating, all of the acne, all of the fatigue, all of the everything you've been carrying, the emotional stuff you've got going on, and maybe the energetic stuff as well, then this is truly the only program out there that's addressing everything. And we would love, love, love to talk with you and see if it's a good fit for you to join. So I am going to leave the application to join the She Health Experience in the show notes 
for you as well. So we've got the masterclass around anxious bellies and anxious uh, mind inside of the show notes and also the application for the She Health experience. And I just, oh, I feel so much better now that I just shared with you guys everything that's been going on for me (laughs) personally. Everything I'm learning is just going to help you guys so much. I can't even wait to incorporate all the biology of trauma work that I'm learning now into the She Health experience and to just give you a direct invitation to join the She Health experience. If you've been listening to this podcast for a long time or following me for a long time on Instagram, you know that this is my baby and I would love, love, love to nothing more than to support you. And then the final thing I'll just say is I have just been loving hearing from you guys in my Instagram DMs. So keep it coming. I just heard from a woman all the way in Australia that she's been listening forever and she just like loves this podcast and it's helped her so much to ask really good questions of her doctor and just that she's you know she's she was asking me some advice on a current health condition and everything but it was just it was really cool to hear that this podcast is reaching all the way across the entire world to Australia and I just want to remind you all that I do have an open DM policy like there is no stupid question I'm always in your corner I'm always there for support and the reason I'm always there for you is because I didn't have the support I needed when I was going through my health conditions. So please, please utilize that free resource to connect with me, ask me questions, get support. And as always, thank you for listening to this podcast, for sharing this podcast, for giving this podcast positive reviews. I just so appreciate this. And it's one of the few things that I can do that is truly free and just giving a whole lot of my own light and love to the world. And I just hope you're enjoying it. And I will leave it there for now. And we'll see you in two weeks. All right. Bye, everybody. I hope this episode got you one step closer to achieving your optimal health. If you liked this episode, please spend a few seconds to rate it so more women can find this resource. Be sure to tune in for more women's health support next week on the She Talks Health podcast. And in the meantime, you can find me on Instagram or Facebook at She Talks Health. I have an open door DM policy. No question is stupid and I'm always here for you.